The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. It is. It's magic. Okay, we all got to turn our headphones down so we don't get that slap. Mine is mine are way down. It's way down? Mine's down now, too. How's yours, Ed? Check, check, check. You tell me. Check, check, check. Check your booty. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right. Looks good. So it's Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. And, uh, boy, there's so much to unpack tonight. I don't know where to begin. First Ooh. off, I'm late to the recording session. I have to apologize to everybody. Uh, Zip. Yeah. Just give him <laughs> such a pinch. Just reach out and pinch his ass. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Yes. I, did I'm you even notice, Zip, that I was late, or did you get the text? You know, I didn't get the first text. There is an issue with the Apple stuff. I think I've got yeah. a mojo going on. An, an <laughs> Only if I phone. text, I, if I send you a group text with Ed, you don't get it. Wow. I did No, I did get your other text. But you get monogamous you get texts. Text? You don't get menage <laughs> text. <laughs> Wow, you, that's just the way your mind works, isn't it? I just did it a little is. Dennis Miller there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's just the way your mind works, isn't it, River? It is. Yes. <laughs> River, to, rivers, whatever. I used to talk to Dennis Miller a lot on the radio, by the way. Yeah. And yeah. he used to flip me shit, too, the same way. And it, Well, that's the thing. I'm not a real happy guy, Bob. Come on, be serious here. I might laugh. <laughs> but doesn't mean I'm happy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Bucko Zip? Help me out here. <laughs> That's just a, a skosh different than uh, Regis. A little. No, Regis, little bit come on. Regis is dead and he's alive. Come on, give me up. There's a big difference there. One heart is pumping, the other is stopped. That's right. Gosh, that's a, those are both great impressions. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Dead Regis and career dead oh, Dennis Miller. <laughs> I only you do that guy. Like in, in some like in the woods or on a prairie somewhere where it was your own imagination was it, it's very device. weird and i'm an ambivert i classify myself as an ambivert now if you know what that is it's kind of mm -hmm. somebody in the i was an introverted kid very shy and um i just became extroverted on demand to survive because i grew up in the projects if you can make them laugh if they're laughing real hard they can't punch you that's true yeah that's true it's a defense mechanism yeah big absolutely. time absolutely Nice. So I'm I'm just I'm googling whatever happened to Dennis Miller because uh, <laughs> well, he he still shows up on what's his name the uh, Bill who was uh, Bill who was defrocked or Bill Maher Bill not Bill Maher no, Bill O'Reilly O'Reilly yeah the two of them and you know uh, O'Reilly would try to be cool by calling him Miller right by his last name right and and Miller would engage him because he needed the pub frankly the publicity right. but that uh, was when O'Reilly had a TV show yeah. like O'Reilly is just doing like a. a a podcast. Oh, a stupid yeah. <laughs> internet podcast nobody listens to. This is a little hypocritical. I believe I'm being hypocritical by yes. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so is does Dennis Miller still have a radio show? I I do not know that. I think he does because I thought I saw an ad for it in one of the trades. Oh, okay. But we could Google and find out. There's that magic G machine. You know? Does He's Dennis Miller a, have a radio powerhouse show? Powerhouse thousand watt daytimers throughout the uh, Midwest. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I saw so, his uh, television I, show when I was in L.A. one time. It was terrible. It was terrible. His television show? Yeah. And I, and I actually, in an interview, when I was working Hartford mornings, uh, I said, you know, Dennis, I, I went to see your show, and uh, I think your guest was Olivia Newton and John. And he was like, listen, you try and fill five days. You know, he just got really <laughs> defensive and prickly Defense. about yeah. it. Well, yeah. and, and over the years, I did interview him a lot, and I met him several times, uh -huh. and I found him pretty charming. And then when he went right wing... I was like, okay, everybody needs, you know, a, a hook. Um, but I never really believed that he believed it. Right. And yeah, it's not convincing. I, 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 do you think you can really get to know the real Dennis Miller, though? Maybe not. So I, I got a Dennis Miller story. Okay. So Dennis Miller 
was uh, playing a casino way out in the middle of nowhere. I'm trying to big remember money. the name of it. It was is near Olympia, Washington. Yeah, big money. That was the nearest airport to get to this casino. And Dennis flew in a private jet. Oh, yeah. To this Olympia airport. Now, and a friend of his flew him. He had rich friends. Yeah. Which I guess maybe explains the whole Republican thing a little bit. Yeah. I thought you flipped me shit for that as Dennis Miller. <laughs> oh, sorry that. about that. It's, yeah, I, I forgot who I was. But right now I'm a nobody. <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy being made, Bob. Come on, cut me some slack here. So anyway, uh, Dennis Miller, uh, I'm looking and it says Dennis Miller signs off radio. Uh, and it was March 2015. Yeah. Why do I want to hang out with radio folks? Come on. You guys, all you do is smell too much or too much whatever that cologne is that you guys wear. High karate, I think, half the yeah. time. Because <laughs> it stings my eyes, right? <laughs> and you're all wearing promo wear. You never wear anything that doesn't have a label on it, for right. God's sake. <laughs> That's a great Dennis Miller. And yes, Zip, I do see where you see a little Regis in that. Oh, come There's on. Give me a break. Yeah, but That's, but Regis yeah. is entirely different, and I miss Regis already. I can't no, believe I, you, I can't believe I, you actually died, Regis. I thought you'd never die. Well, I, I thought so too, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I'm keeling over and I'm horizontal. I'm looking, and what used to be horizontal is now vertical. <laughs> Come on, would you want to work with Kathy Lee? Would you want to stay alive after that? I'm like, and don't even get me started on Gifford. Oh, for God's sake, sleeping with that big boob blonde. What the hell? He made us all look good. He, you know, he stepped in it and it splattered up on all of us. Oh, God. Life is so short, isn't it? Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. You know, here I was. Look at me. I, did you see my last magazine cover? I mean, my eyes look like, like, like that of a 45-year-old. My skin is tight like a baby's bottom. And yet, here I go, ten toes poking from under a top. I'm done. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So uh, on the show today, this was all completely unplanned. You call this a show? Yeah, I do. Uh, we're going to have a, a fantastic comedian, Gabriel Rutledge. I, you guys probably didn't have time to read his bio because I sent it no. late. Uh, he's a great he's a great comic. I'll introduce him when he comes in about 20 minutes or so. Um, we're going to also discuss the fact that my other podcast is on hiatus. Uh-oh. Bob, uh, Spike, and Joe, and what it is is Joe, who is a high school teacher, is in a crazed existence right now. Uh, he has to prepare to teach remotely. Curriculum yes. problems. A yeah. hundred yeah. brand new students, and um, and he has some personal stuff. He has a, uh, his dad is uh, is ill, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. And he said, "I just want to, you know, take a hiatus." Uh, and it, it'll be, he won't say, he's like you, Zip, in that he you can never says, get a definitive no. answer out of him. Oh. <laughs> in, a, in a sweet, charming way. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, yeah. like you never want to disappoint anybody, so your voice will go up and you go, well, I, I'll try. <laughs> Maybe a couple of weeks. And I'm like, well, how long is a couple of weeks? And he's like, well, I really shouldn't do anything for the first quarter of school, and I'm like, well, when does that end? And he's like, mid-October, and, and and then he's and then I said, well, what about? And and some of it is the politics. He's really exhausted. From he's an exhausted liberal mind. Oh, and I can yeah. He says, I'm tired of people shouting at each other. I don't want to do it anymore. And I totally love him and respect him for that. So I said, what you mean is after the election, right? 
And he was like, <laughs> So anyway. Attention, students. This is Principal Hemroid. <laughs> if I could have your extension for a moment. Professor Downtown Joe, as he likes to be called, uh, will no longer be speaking on a certain blue-tinged podcast, which is, of course, rife with words that uh, you kids shouldn't hear. Words like, and uh, mother, and uh, kiss my, and uh, it's, it's also a rather uh, liberal stance, and we, of course, don't take a stand here at the yeah. school. No. So the professor oh, has, uh, uh, he's uh, <clears throat> resigned from the show, tell your parents, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Now, by the way, to be fair to Joe, because I yes. love him so much, I do. he, um, the thing, the thing about him is he's so honest that he can't <laughs> help boring. tell you what he really thinks. Oh, there is no filter. There's no filter. And no. I, I look, I have a filter. I think before I say something, it's like, is that going to pay off for me? Well, you're married, though. You have to have a filter. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just saying. You do, do you not? That's an interesting uh, angle on marriage. Is that not a learned behavior like a dog a little bit? You know, like a, a Zip, I think we can <laughs> both answer this one. And my answer is, yes, it's rough sometimes. <laughs> Much um, like chewing your arm off after getting caught oh, in a bear yeah. trap. So, oh, man, so I, I think the radio performance filter is a yeah. different kind of filter. I think there's lots of different kind of filters. Yeah, you bet. is what you are. With my wife, I think, like, all right, you know, choose your... Choose your discussions. Oh, yeah. Choose oh, your battles yeah. is what it yeah. is. I wasn't going to say a, that word, but then set. I yeah. thought about that word, and uh -huh. I decided to edit that word out. Uh -huh. See, well, Ed doesn't edit, or it would be Ed edited it, and no. that's just too difficult. To and say. you don't have a wife. Have you ever yeah. had a long-term? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. What's the longest? Generally seven years. Yeah. Last seven? was four. Yeah, last was four, but previous to that, they, they were a two seven year relationship. Two seven year relationship. Myself yeah. included, I had two seven years too. Yeah, wow. that seems to be the magic number. I don't know. If I ever did a contract, it would have a seven year sunset clause. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Zip, tell me, and Ed, yes, when you've been with someone for seven years, aren't you essentially just married without a contract? Uh, largely, yeah. yeah. It's the same. Um, it's <laughs> it's the same prison, but I'm kidding. Um, it's the same. No filter. Sentence. No. Fil yeah, filter. You're right. Yeah. But there's, you know, I can say what I like. No, you. Uh, you're right, though. It is. It is a committed relationship. To me, marriage is is a piece of paper. And I, I look. I know that's not the conservative stance. I know it's not the godlike stance. But um, I came from a broken home, so it really didn't imprint a really yeah. <laughs> tremendous impression on I me. I see. Early. So that's part of your upbringing. And Zip, were your parents divorced too? No, no, no. Oh. But uh, were they happily married? Chorus. Anyway, so back back to a filter because I want to give you a real okay. honest answer, but I had yeah. to think about it and filter oh. out the things that I might say that might not be okay. good. Okay. Um, I, I think all performers have a filter in that we look at we have a goal, which yeah. is to be clever and interesting to an audience. Yes. And I think if you ask nine, nine out of ten hundred whatever performers, I think they would say that, you know, they don't want to be boring yeah. and, they, and they don't want to be uh, too predictable. Um, and so when you're performing mm -hmm. and this is what having a fast mind is good. 
And yeah. mine used to be faster, but Ed's, <laughs> Ed's still doing pretty well. You are on fire, Ed. Seriously, yeah, you really are. Great improv guy, man. I am not flaming. But, <laughs> but anyway, what, what typically performers have is this ability to glance at several possibilities and choose the cool, clever one and yeah. bang it out in a way that people go, how did he think of that? And, and like lifting weights which was mm -hmm. a famous quote of Jay Leno's. He said, telling yeah. jokes is like lifting weights. You, unless yeah, well, telling jokes is just like lifting weights. You know right. that, right? <laughs> unless you practice. If you don't it, practice. And no. you, at first you lift really small jokes. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> really, I'm not talking small. I'm yeah. talking pinky small. Like your, your junk right. size small. Yeah. And then eventually, like, it's like, how, could he, how did he hit me upside the head with that? So, so as far as, so the marriage filter is different. The marriage is more like um you know is this going to cause me grief or not right how long will it take to simmer this down <laughs> yeah yeah uh yes. and actually love diminishing return well <laughs> and maybe the comment diminishing returns inversely proportionate yes yeah oh. it is anyways maybe you'll back me on this but after you've had a good long relationship lisa and i have been married for 39 years mm -hmm. and you and Jeannie are what 20 or something well, yeah it's Pushing the 20, yeah, two yeah. decades. Well, don't yeah. make it sound like a chore pushing. You're lifting weights. <laughs> Is it a, you know, it's like a truck pull where it's sliding yeah, down the warranty the expires incline. after you get uh, 20 years. Uh, yeah. 20,000 argument. Uh, so it's quarter to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at first it's like a demolition derby, but then it turns yeah. into a truck pull. Oh, um, that was a role I just did. Yeah, you know what it is. It, it really is. It's acceptance. You've yes. got to just. It's if you can't get get with acceptance. You're I'm gonna tell you about acceptance. Doomed. Okay, <laughs> life ain't easy. You know, these days sex and steak. I have the same way. Very rare. Very rare. Oh man. My wife. You kidding? <laughs> she's been picked up so many times. She's starting to grow handles. <laughs> They call the Federal Express. She goes to a guy's apartment. She absolutely positively has to be there overnight. Oh, he's great. Right. He was. Oh, yeah. dear. Is it tough yeah. for you when most of your best impressions die? Yeah. You, as an atrophies, fortunately, I've been able to kick it. Like Fauci? Yeah. I've been able to kick yeah. a few new ones in there to kind of freshen the mix. But, right. you know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, maybe you're missing the Bob, uh, Spike, and Joe show. This is Ed Kelly. Ed is a renowned uh, voice actor. And myself, <laughs> uh, nothing much. And Zip, uh, my original on-air partner. Yeah. <laughs> From original. the 1980s. Okay. remember your first. So we're going to have Gabriel in about 11 minutes. Let's let's get into some stuff today. Ed, you've got some great uh, some great bits here. Uh, is One of my favorite things is... Uh, and where is it? So I can These say These are it. a few of my favorite things. Yeah. Um, well, uh, your Morgan uh, Freeman apologizes for everything. Yes. And um, what did uh, I apologize for this week? I can't recall. Uh, Morgan Freeman <laughs> apologized for. Oh, wait a minute! You didn't s send oh, that come one. On. I did so. Now I have it's, Democrats. Uh, I have Casey Corona's top okay. forty and well, you, teenage. You two talk Club amongst Depot. yourself, and I'll and I'll send it. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. You didn't send it. So okay, I was going to lead with that. Oh, darn. So well, let's do the Casey Kasem, the top forty causes of death. All right. Then. COVID nineteen is now the third leading causes uh, cause of death in America. In this homage to the great Casey Kasem, <laughs> he reveals this statistic. 
Welcome back to America's Top 40 Causes of Death. I'm Casey Corona. So far, we've featured a lot of oldies but goodies, like lung disease and diabetes. And now, we're up to number three on the countdown. Number three. In a surprise to absolutely no one, taking the place of accidental injuries as the USA's number three cause of death, COVID-19. Congratulations, COVID-19, for being the third most common cause of death. Will it shoot past heart disease to take over the number one spot? Only time will tell. I'm Casey Corona, and I can't say this enough. Keep your mask on your face and keep reaching for the Purell. That's beautiful. Casey, Casey. I'm sure his estate, his family would love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, man. He's from Detroit, you know. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, he he comes back for radio. Re- well, he used to come back for radio. It'd be it some <laughs> trick if he did it now. <laughs> they exhume him. Another yeah. dead uh, member of my repertoire. Yeah. yeah. So we should do an entire show with just dead people. Hi. <laughs> Ed Kelly's wow. Parade of Corpses. <laughs> Live. Wait a minute. No, dead. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I sent you that Morgan bit, by the way. It's about the U.S. Postal Service. How timely is that? All right, uh, let me go. Yeah. Let me grab that because go for it. Uh, that's oh. a good one. Now, you only had Let's a screw. Let's see. In order to do that, I've got to click here. This, this is a little portion behind of our the, show, behind the scenes, line. folks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guitar Center. Morgan. Where all of your computer and uh, MP3 needs. Ones and zeros confuse you. Come to our store. So let me let me tell you why I was late today because it's a reasonably uh, interesting story. Lack of punctuality. That's why you were late because your people were not punctual. That's why. Well, I um, over the years made a lot of twisted tunes, starting with Zip. And there is a gentleman who provided me with all of the behind the, the scenes secrets of how you record stuff and make it sound like a record. A sound engineer? Uh, he was a, well, he owned a company called Mercenary Audio and his name is Fletcher, just Fletcher, you know, like Madonna and Prince. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Fletcher um, came up to see us today and he's in like on the border of New York and New Jersey. He came here because he has a restaurant now um, the used equipment business went the way of the dodo bird. Of course it did. And his restaurant has a really interesting name, by the way. You know what the name of his restaurant is? I have no idea. Plan B. Oh, I, that's good. Isn't that I good? Like, that's really good. Because it, his well, plan A was to keep selling vintage, radio, uh, vintage gear. So anyway, <laughs> he and I met at a convention last year just before COVID-19 in New York City. And he said, I got to get some of your maple syrup for my restaurant. Oh, wow. And so out of the blue yesterday, he says, uh, my wife and I, actually, they're engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to come by and get some maple syrup. And they're, bis- they're not bicyclists. They're uh, bikers. Okay. Cyclists. You know, a Harley. And I don't know what kind of bike he has. This big, massive red thing. It's probably an Indian. And Paula, his uh, extremely hot biker chick wife to be uh, what do you call the uh, when the handlebars are super high um ape bars ape hangers ape bars yeah okay yeah. she has one of those i think hers is a hog okay and uh anyway so i, I said sure come over and I, I said there's a great uh, steakhouse around the corner and they're doing outdoor serving now because of covid19 we've this is our first restaurant experience since Uh-oh. the pandemic by the way okay and so he said, great, all right, we'll be on the road. And then he kept giving me updates. 
bikers don't like highways. No, they don't. I mean, can you, would you, can you blame them? Of course. So they program their GPS to avoid highways. Exactly. Which makes us, instead of a three-hour ride, like a six-hour ride. Yeah. Anyway, kept sending me updates. Ah, it looks like we're going to be 5.30, maybe 6.30, maybe 7. <laughs> and so they got here. And, of course, I, you know, I was excited to see them. And we had the maple syrup. And we walked around and gave them a tour. Right. And then we went to the restaurant. And when Lisa and I, we haven't been to a restaurant since COVID-19. So I was a little nervous. You know, wear a face mask all the way to the table, take off right. the face mask. Right. And then the people come out and they have those um, those visor things that Jeannie makes. The uh, plastic uh, uh, face mask. Yeah, face guards. shields. The face yeah. shields. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway, the, the whole thing was, it was fun to, to see them and all, but I was like paranoid the whole time. And they do something at dinner that Lisa and I typically don't do. They drink. And I'm oh, not, I thought you were going to say tip. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but anyway, Sorry, so, geez. you know, they, it's like the, the woman comes out and says, do you know what you want to order? Well, we'll start with a cocktail. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I got to sit through that. You know, yeah. it's fine. And then and then we have dinner. And then it, uh, dinner's winding down. And I'm looking at my watch. I'm going, I think I can just about make it for the 10 o'clock record. And then, and then they go, let's have another round. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's what other people do. Yeah, aperitifs. A aperitif. And they didn't drink a ton. Don't get me wrong. I'm just yeah. not like, I'm not no, being like it's that casual. guy. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, ah, and then I texted you guys. And, and But I have to say, uh, other than seeing good friends and reminiscing yeah. about all he did to help us, mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going out to a restaurant again. Well, if it's not in your comfort zone, why do it? And, you know, this, it's funny because Howard Stern, I do listen to Satellite, he was, he was saying almost exactly what you are saying because he, too, is, is a teetotaler, as my mother would call them. Right. He does not imbibe anymore. He just gave it up. And he says just going out is just a chore because everybody else, he was the guy who used to say, drinks on the house, around for everybody, you know, and played yeah. that role. Yeah. And now that he's not doing it, he finds it tedious. Mm. You know? And I, I get that. I mean, you're biting into my cocktail hour right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got a I got a bottle of Fat Tire waiting for me in the fridge. Yep. Uh, Bob and Zip are in recovery. Ed is waving at us and in denial. Yeah, in denial. <laughs> now you don't drink too much. Though. No. Okay. All right. We're gonna have a great comedian on in a little bit. Uh, we have about three minutes. Uh, if any of you guys have a particular story you want to tell, or we have some more yeah, of Ed's I, bits. Real, real quickly. Sure. I uh, I had a. Uh, earlier in the week, a dose of the drug that killed Prince. I had a little oh, fentanyl. I had fentanyl. A, a <gasps> colonoscopy yesterday. Oh. Was it yesterday? Yeah, Monday. I had some uh, of that, too. Oscopy. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you see? Can't you see anything it, beneath It me? was really interesting. I was trying to pay such close attention to see how I felt, mm -hmm. and it's it just comes up on you all of a sudden the procedures over and you know you have no clue what happened although Lawyers, you're sort of aware of what's to going the on. bottom of the zip <laughs> <laughs> so so all right i had this too for my cataract operation uh -huh. listen to us we're all talking about our operations seriously um and um 
it was, I mean, it was fun for about eight seconds. I was like, oh, yeah, that feels good. I'd like I some more. I remember this. Yeah. Oh. That'd be great. And then it was like, yeah, oh, we're all done. It's over. So, you know. Oh, the party's over. Oh, sorry. Hey, you got any more of that stuff? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sure, we'd love to get back there again. Oh, mm. we think, honey. <laughs> and it was fentanyl. I remember. I asked him, what, like, what was that? It was fentanyl. I am high. Oh. <laughs> How does one, you know, develop a career in, you know, examining colons? Is that something like in night? You know what it is? It's something you you, No, it's something you've never done, Zip, and that's stand behind your work, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, you know, I think the paycheck helps. Oh, you're not kidding. They do like, they were telling me they do 50 to 60 uh, colonoscopies a day. Hell yeah. What? Each each person? There's three doctors. Okay. Yeah. So so that's like 17 a piece. Right. Tell me this system isn't rigged, guys. Seriously. (laughs) This is is one hand washing the others. This is like, no, seriously. If we tell them they need three, they'll take three. They'll pay for three. We can charge the system. The system makes us rich. We get three houses out of the deal. Come on, guys. How many boats do you want? You're going to really make do with that houseboat? You need a yacht, man. I don't know. Jaded, who's to say? I'm sorry. I came from the Canadian system. It was a little, it's a little less. Well, are you one of those uh, Canadians who believes that your health care is better? Or are you like several Canadian friends of mine say their health care, they wish they were in the United States for health care? You know, and that's that's the rare air and the hoi polloi that you hang with, Bob. You know, I will tell you that my mother was ill several times, and she was she got the best of care. And I would go bedside and to see her, you know, several times a week. Mm. She would get clean rooms, bright lights, nice sheets, good people. Every, I mean, it was, you know, before the pandemic, obviously. Right, but right. They, they got her cured of cancer. She was up and running. She would get chemo and then just go shopping mm. because she was just made of sterner stuff. And they treated her like, like oh, I never paid more than 60 cents for a prescription the entire time I lived in Canada. So you think the Canadian um, system no, I, works? First of all, my opinion doesn't count because I haven't been there in 20, almost 30 years. Right, right, so. right. So you're, are you a U.S. citizen, though? No. I am not, no. Oh. And because they asked me to renounce. What, what do you got they, against the Pledge of Allegiance? I don't have anything. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, <laughs> justice for all. Okay, you happy? Yeah. Empty words. You just said renounce. Oh, I just what? You just said renounce. They wanted you to renounce. What? Yeah, they did. They did. I, it was my understanding, as it was explained to me by the, the immigration department, that I would have to renounce my Canadian citizenship in order to become an American citizen. Wow. They did not recognize dual citizens. However, Canada still would recognize me as a Canadian and, and take me home. But if I want to exit the U.S., I have to pay $4,000 just to go. Wow. Yeah. Ah, I haven't done that yet. I'm not saying I won't. You, they would let I'm you back for the election results because you're a Canadian citizen. They would let you back to your home country if you wanted to, but yeah, of but you course. don't want to now. All right. Um, um, well, I may. I may. Uh, I love this story. Uh, meet the super rich biohackers. Oh yeah. Turning into cyborgs with built-in armor and injecting teenagers' blood to stay young. Is this a (laughs) COVID-19 story or is this just like... Not necessarily. Not necessarily. So this is like um, the dude who just passed away, Sumner Redstone, used to do all sorts of things to try and live forever. So there there are people who get transfusions Mm -hmm. with teenage blood to try and feel young. Does it last? 
allegedly uh, r very rich Silicon Valley types that are doing mm -hmm. this. Yeah, the techie guys. There's a series about it on uh, uh, Netflix. It's a drama. It's called Biohackers. Yeah. It was released, uh, actually, it's coming out Thursday, August 20th. So yeah. It, it, will it also be talks about stem cells as well. Okay. So here's a bit about that, which will uh, take us up to our uh, wonderful comedian we're going to introduce in just a second. Uh, it's called, because this shouldn't just be for the super rich, right? Right. It should be for everyone. And if they do it, they'll call it Teenage Blood Depot. <laughs> Are you okay. getting old? Feeling tired? Wish you could be younger again? Well, come yes. on down to Teenage Blood Depot. Here at Teenage Blood Depot, we inject your old veins with blood from a teenager. I used to be all get off my lawn, and now I just want to play Fortnite. Come on by in the next 24 hours and get a second vial free. Before Teenage Blood Depot, I could hardly use my answering machine. But now, at Cool Kid Ryan is sliding into my DMs. He's like so basic. Leave me alone! That's right. Teenage Blood doesn't just make you feel like a teenager. It makes you act like one, too. Uh, before Teenage Blood, I thought TikTok was referring to my pacemaker. So step on over to Teenage Blood Depot, where you can get started on, like, your first totally cool transfusion. Side effects of Teenage Blood may include nausea, thinking your parents are super cringe, obsessing over likes on Insta, and the word literally. Please consult your pediatrician before using. Right, that's beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on with us now, and we hope it works. A past winner of both the Seattle International Comedy Competition and the Laughing Skull Comedy Festival in Atlanta. His name is Gabriel Rutledge. I had him on our radio show in Seattle many times. Uh, he's just, he's really intense and wonderful. Uh, he's made numerous television appearances, Comedy Central's Live at Gotham, Nickelodeon's Nick Mom Night Out, Laughs on Fox, Inside Joke, and a whole bunch of bar, like Amazon Prime Video and stuff like this. I'm reading from his bio. By the way, <laughs> okay. before I bring him on, I had texted him and said, how would you like to be introduced? And he responded, just say I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I couldn't do that to him. I had, no. to, I had to do the bio. So ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the Bob and Zipcast with Ed Kelly, Gabriel Rutledge. Hey, Gabriel. Thank you. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, that's working yeah, pretty can. good. Uh, all right, good. Thank you for uh, reading my bio. I, I read it to myself every morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to get the blood flowing, you know what I Whatever mean? Whatever it's sure. uh, And Gabriel, you have a book, too, and the reason I know this is because... Andrew gave me a copy. I mean, uh, I mean, I bought it. No, <laughs> and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. it. Had a lot of really nice insights about being a comic. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, happiness isn't funny. True stories of a road comic available on Amazon. Um, and it's, uh, I wrote it a long time ago, so I, I usually want to sign the book. Uh, I'm doing a lot better now. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> yeah i like that all right but let's let's dig into some of that because i am always curious and i get a little from my son but i'd love to know from you uh the word road comic uh, to me conjures up the idea that you're so committed and so passionate about your calling in life that you are you know you take off and the road is your home and no matter what, you're totally into it. And unlike like a band that's on the road, it's you. It's all you. Yeah. you there's no support, generally speaking. Uh, it, 
are you still a road comic or did you settle down to a region? Uh, no, I, I, well, I mean, right now I'm uh, sort <laughs> well, of yeah, barely a road comic. But, terrible pandemic question. I get it. Yes. Well, I mean, honestly, I'm still, I is still am working some places. Uh, some states are uh, less strict than others. Sure. Uh, and of course, I thought when this pandemic started, I thought they would say, "Hey, it's safe to go back out now." But instead, <laughs> it was like. Uh, do you want to go back out? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, is it safe? They're like, I don't know. Do you think it's safe? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just out there sweating it out, yeah. but not nearly like I used to. I mean, I would be gone 10 to 15 days a month for the last oh 15 years of my life, you know, right. not in a row. But uh, I used to, you know, I used to, I used to miss my children, and now I miss missing my children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do they feel about you, you know, being aware of every single thing they do? <laughs> I don't think that. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I kind of play it up to them, like, isn't this cool I get to be home all the time? And they really don't care. They really don't. Uh, <laughs> my wife, I think my wife is more annoyed with me than my kids are. Because, like, look, my position in my family, I have three children and one wife. My position. <laughs> uh, Thanks for clarifying. Uh, yeah, well, you good. know, that's, there's a lot of polyamory out there, Bob. It's a yeah, brave new world. It's true. <laughs> I'm really focused on shattering the life of just one woman. And, uh, <laughs> she, she says it's been going pretty well. Uh, so, you know, I am the assistant manager of my family. <laughs> That's, That's, you know what I mean? My, my wife's the manager. Uh, I work as a team. I don't always have the same understanding mm. or enthusiasm for the policies. I try, to, I try to figure it out. Sometimes I have to be like, look, kids, I also don't understand what's happening. Uh, it's not that big a deal if you don't replace the toilet paper roll to me. <laughs> yeah. but, but the momager yeah. doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, this, uh, this, this is coming from corporate. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're like a mall cop, basically. In your yeah, yeah, basically. Lord, you, that's great. A uniform with no authority. Yeah, that yeah. is me. That's funny. How many kids you got, Gabriel? I have three. I have three children. Actually, uh... Yeah, well, you know, uh, we'll see. We're going to have a reveal party when they figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I set that up. <laughs> I should write that down. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my son is 18. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. You, you don't sound uh, old enough to have an 18-year-old. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm every day of 46 years old. Uh, wow. But yeah, he's uh, and he's great. It's fun to watch your 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 child turn into I won't say man yet, but you know he's a person. He's you know he's turning into. But it's sure. also it's it's age appropriate for him. But he's very uh, he likes to argue. He likes to take the counterpoint in everything. Mm -hmm. And you know I'm not mm -hmm. gone anymore. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's, you know it's like I'll, I'll be like good morning. He'll be like well it's morning here. Most of the world is not morning. <laughs> Wow. I'm like, I'm like, wow, it's it's not a good morning here anymore either. So cool. It was. What's the, uh, what is an 18-year-old boy, uh, what is it like being that age in this modern time? You know, I, I don't, I haven't exactly figured out. It's a lot, of course, the internet is uh, massive yeah. in his life. Uh, you know, so it, it, in one way, he, 
he's so much smarter smarter than I was at 18, but it's almost too much information. Do you know, it's, because you can have, that's the problem with the internet, is any opinion you have, you can find someone who agrees with you. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like, and even now in, in coronavirus, it's like, well, at least we have all this information. But no, we have all the information. We don't know. Every day there's a, like, the study yesterday was not correct. There's a new study, you know, and it's, it's. It's a lot. I mean, at least the dinosaurs got to die surprised. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, That's a great uh, joke. <laughs> our, uh, wow. I think our our last words are going to be like, I saw an article about this. <laughs> Dinosaur dies surprised. Oh, yeah. Wow. Not Actually, me. our last words will be like, I saw the headline. I did not. It was behind a paywall. I didn't read the article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? The only news it we is. get now. It's true. It's, is, are the free samples. Yeah. Unless yeah. you Guess pay to subscribe. Do you subscribe to any newspapers, Gabriel? I actually don't. Yeah. I don't subscribe to any newspapers. Do you uh, steal any? <laughs> Not really, but oh. I still get I get oh. mad even even though I'm in the business of being paid for online content. Every time they're like, every time it's like, "Will you subscribe?" I'm like, "How dare you? Yeah. How dare you not work <laughs> work for free? Let me yeah. read it." <laughs> Lisa's brother uh, lives around the corner from a hotel. Need I say, <laughs> need I say more? <laughs> he, he reads That's the, a cheap ass right yeah, there. He reads the Wall Street Journal every day. Well, we're jealous. Oh, nice. yeah. Well, in oh, his case, man. it's the Wall Street Urinal because by the time he gets to it, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Gabriel, um, yes, this has affected your industry tremendously, and and you know I've talked to Andrew about it. A bunch of areas shut down, and he did yeah. a, he did like a gig in Oklahoma. Uh, just before the big outbreak there. Um, you're young-ish f- at 46. <laughs> to us, you're yeah. young. Yeah, sure. um, how much do you worry about this thing, and what sort of precautions do you take? I've been holding my breath in a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, worked out so far. Every little bit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know what, it's interesting because the, you know, in the beginning, it, even going to the grocery store was severe paranoia. You felt like everything you touched was giving you a plague. And then you sort of get used to it. You still take precautions, but you get used to it. And that's kind of how I feel about flying now. Like, I, I'm not, I'm getting more used to it, but I'm also, it's just like this constant, you know, low level uh, paranoia. But it's also, it's a weird time because, I don't even really tell people I'm working because there's a lot of judgment. Ah, right. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of like, how dare you? And I'm like, well, you know, when I'm not, since the, the, the pandemic started, I've also been delivering groceries. I mean, some people call me a hero. You can, that's up to you. I'm not essential. Yeah. I'm not a first responder, but like after the disaster, you're going to be hungry at some point. <laughs> Yeah. And so, you know, I'm like an eighth responder, and I think I deserve my voice to be heard. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it's also like, okay, so I, 
it's a weird thing to be like, I'm going to take some risk to deliver groceries, and everyone is like, good for you. You're providing essential service. <laughs> right, right, And then you're right. like, I'm going to go to Little Rock, Arkansas, and tell jokes like I've been trained to do. And they're like, what an irresponsible jerk you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you totaled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Uh, you to, yeah. It's yeah, totally exactly. hypocritical. Yeah. 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 And it's it's a weird uh, it's a weird thing, and and also these comedy clubs, people will get mad at them, but like if they are not if they're allowed to be open, that means they're not getting any money from the government. So it is it's it's a weird it's a weird spot for everyone to be in, and I don't. And I also even as a, a creative person, the second coronavirus started, everyone was like, just so you know, uh, Shakespeare wrote King Lear in quarantine. <laughs> you know, this this is like week two, and, I, and I'm like, I can't I can't just panic like a normal human. I have to be the most productive I've ever been. But I did Google it, uh, which is something Shakespeare could never do. So I'm already <laughs> up on him a little bit. Uh, it's during during Shakespeare's quarantine, he had a wife and he had children. I don't know if Mrs. Shakespeare had a different uh, understanding of household labor than Mrs. Rutledge. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not getting a lot of alone time in my room with a quill and parchment. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. <laughs> it's gonna be hard for you to write that, yeah. So, so all all I've got so far is like I haven't written anything, but like I help with the dishes, I do laundry. I'm really hanging my hat that I'm a better father than Shakespeare. <laughs> That's all I have right now. That's awesome. And Gabriel, sadly, uh, sadly, yeah. that joke is my King Lear. That's all I've created so far. Gabriel Rutledge, Gabriel, you are awesome, nice. dude. Just oh, I appreciate. It. Thanks so much for having me. Love your energy, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Gabriel's our first comic yeah. that I didn't yeah, 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 yeah. father. <laughs> He's a rare, rare, rare bird. All right, thank you, Gabriel. Be well. Thanks so much, guys. All right, see ya. Ah, uh, yeah. I remember him as being awesome. Boy, he really is. He's fast on his feet, man. Oh, yeah. And, and super, and he's one of those guys. If yeah. you look at his uh, bio, uh, Gabriel, <laughs> which he didn't want me to quote from, Gabriel Rutledge, and his last name is R-U-T-L-E-D-G-E. <clears throat> it's not one of those difficult to spell Rutledges. Uh, <laughs> anyway, check him out. Uh, he has three albums, uh, and wow. he has that book uh, that he that he mentioned, uh, the road comic thing. Happiness. He's putting out yeah. albums? Really? Yeah. Like vinyl? Happiness isn't funny. Oh, I don't think they're on vinyl. I think they're oh, okay. Spotify. Yeah. yeah. And and they play them on Sirius Satellite Radio, too. Oh, very cool. Nice. Good dude. All right. So that leaves us with a few minutes to fill. <laughs> Great. After, yes, after that. <laughs> uh, let's, that. That's fun to follow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it comes out of the gate 100 miles an hour and just kills. And then, yeah, so what do you want to do now, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do I have here? I have another one of your bits. What's yeah. this Democrats one? Sent you a oh, it's a silly parody song. It's not that great, but you know that's all right. I, I, I love playing it. parody songs that I could look down on. Yeah, absolutely. Makes here you, we which go. shows you and throws you into sharp relief, Bob. Democrats, Democrats, everybody's voting for Joe. Democrats, Democrats, they want to see you at the polls. Democrats, Democrats, AOC and Bernie are back. 
Democrats, Democrats, trying to raise a whole lot of cash. Democrats, inclusive Democrats, liberal Democrats. Screw the Democrats. <laughs> Screw them all. Is that safety dance? It's safety dance. Men without hits, as I call them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. By the way, I see dead people. You do. Last night. That's what it is. It is what it is. It is By the way, sixth sense, the kid is dead. There, I said it. <laughs> uh, one last bit. Sure. Morgan Freeman gets hired to apologize for all kinds of things. And uh, the U.S. Postal Service has become a political hot potato ahead oh, of the boy. upcoming election. Very They're goodness. sorry about that. And to show how terrible they feel, they asked Morgan Freeman to apologize for the post office. Hello, I am the mayor. I'd like to sincerely apologize for becoming political. I used to be just a pile of bills and advertisements and the occasional postcard. I'm sorry there's so much controversy surrounding mail-in voting. Our poor letter carriers don't want to be the reason your candidate didn't win the election. They just want to hand you your electric bill and a birthday card from your Aunt Edna and beyond their way. <laughs> Neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night will keep me from saying I'm sorry. Apologetically yours, the mail. Here we go. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip.
Learned three guitar chords when I was in school. Played Louie Louie and thought I was cool. Got big and famous, but still to this day, those first three chords are all I can play. I'll add some organ to make it sound new. Maybe some lines about a six pack or two. But even I've begun to get pretty bored. I should take some lessons and learn some new chords. Take some lessons and learn some new chords. All my songs sound like you heard them before. I know they're tired cause my bass player snores. I should take some lessons and learn some new chords. I always try to play a C or a G. And on a good day I can whip out my D. If I've been drinking I might go for an A. I party too much, that's all I can play. I met this chick, she was my number one fan. She was a deaf mute, spoke with her hands. But then they cured her and she said, oh my lord. Take some lessons and learn some new chords. Take some lessons and learn some new chords. All my songs sound like you heard them before. I know they're tired cause my bass player snores. 